0: Maya means illusion, and is a core concept in the Advaita Vedanta, or non-dual school, of Vedic thought. Maya is thinking you're separate from the Divine, while Enlightenment is realizing this isn't true, and that there's a deeper reality that transcends the changing world. In the Vedas, this is called Brahman, or pure consciousness. There once was a king named Janaka who struggled with his mind's illusion and discovered instead its truth. During his rule, Janaka's kingdom overflowed with abundance. There was no war, hunger, or poverty, and because he had no problems to solve, Janaka would doze off during his daily meetings with his small council of ministers. While enjoying one such afternoon siesta, Janaka had a disturbing dream. He found himself in a very different kingdom, one rife with famine, disease, and death. Those who were once adorned with precious jewels and gold, now shivered as skin and bones, and Janaka saw himself dressed in filthy rags, clutching his last morsel of bread. He felt the hunger so deeply as he anticipated eating that piece of bread, but just then a bird swooped down and snatched the morsel right out of his hand. His screams of agony and desperation woke him up, and he found himself back in his usual kingdom. Yet because the dream seemed so real, Janaka began to question his reality. Is this also a dream, he wondered? His questioning became relentless, so he called all the enlightened teachers from throughout the land. Perhaps they could help him realize if this is all a dream or not. Ultimately, all were turned away except for Ashita Vakra, a twelve-year-old boy whose body was bent in eight places. This child saint revealed to Janaka the play of maya and how to awaken from its illusion. Ashtavakra described to Janaka the difference between the dream during sleep and during waking. In sleep, the objects and characters that appear aren't real. Yet when you're in the dream, you fully believe in their reality. It's the same in the waking state, though you don't realize it. You think everything you see and think is real, when it too is maya. It's illusion because it appears impermanent, separate, and changing. Ultimately, Maya originates in the...
1: <laughs> I'm going to keep with the theme. Deep philosophical questions about relationships. Tonight's topic, Relationship Maya. Isn't it interesting that the singer Maya's birthday is today? Maya. The Sanskrit term, illusion. Unraveling the illusion. Exploring relationship maya and its impact on our love lives. Unmasking the illusion. How relationship maya distorts our love life. Maya, the veil of deception in intimate relationships. Love versus illusion. How relationship maya shapes our perception. Who I think I am. Who I think I should be. Who I'm supposed to be. How does that affect your intimate relationships? Relationship maya. The silent misalignment in love. Oh my goodness. Tonight's topic is so powerful. You know, last week we did relationship samsara where we delved into the rat race, the hamster wheel of constantly going on this cycle of the same types of relationships. Tonight's topic, relationship maya, how we delude ourselves, how we lie to ourselves in relationships, how we maintain masks. Relationship maya delves into the complex matrix of falsehood and pretense, that often permeates our intimate relationships, casting a veil over our perceptions of truth and love. This exploration aims to dissect the concept of Maya in the context of intimate relationships, shedding light on the self deception that can hinder personal growth and distort the quality. Of the connections we are trying to cultivate. You know, I got questions, and I must remind you this is a non judgmental space. I love your opinions and perspectives, and I want to hear from LA because LA is where we stay, LA is where we lay. So I need L.A. to show up strong tonight. I know the rest of the nation is going to show up because the nation does that for the voice of reason. But L.A. is important to me. I was raised in Pasadena. I need to hear from you all. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get into a couple of questions before we go forward. How does Carl Jung's mask, the persona, relate to? to the Indian concept of Maya. Notice I said Indian and not Hindu. You do know to the, to the Indian people, being called a Hindu is offensive. It's a racial slur. Did you know that? It was the Romans who came into the Indus Valley and named the people who lived in the Indus Valley Hindu. So they don't like that. You understand, the dick? boy, I tell you, they show up and just name stuff. No, I saw that recently. Uh, Brother uh, Godfrey had on his podcast a group of Indians that were explaining that's somewhat of a slur. 1-800-920-1580. How does Carl Jung's mask, the persona, relate to the Indian concept of Maya, illusion? In what ways do we delude ourselves when it comes to intimate relationships? How do we, de- uh, how do we succumb to self-delusion in our intimate relationships, inviting the concept of Maya into our love life? Is the act of deluding ourselves a form of active self-deception in the realm of intimate relationships? Do you agree or disagree with the Indian concept of Maya? Signifying illusion and its impact on our ability to perceive the truth within our relationships. I want you to call in tonight and share two truths and two falsehoods about your relationship. You can call in anonymously. I don't mind. Call in and share two truths and two falsehoods about your relationship. When I come forward, the voice of reason, you already know the VOR is on fire. We're going to keep it cooking. My playlist my playlist is my co-host we've come full circle when was the last time you heard the Eurythmics on black radio man that's 1983 man sweet dreams are made of this many of us are in our relationships dreaming we are not awake to the reality of who we are to each other what we are to each other right we're not even awake to the reality of who we are to ourselves We spend so much time manufacturing uh, the mask. The the mask is always in need of upkeep. The mask must always uh, 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 go into the service center for maintenance. It has to maintain its, its beauty, its opulence, because that's why they're with us. Because if they knew us, the true us, they would run right through us. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is on fire tonight. We're talking about relationship Maya. What defines relationship Maya? Maya, the Indian concept, right? Of illusion. Even, even the Bible tells you that this world is an illusion. The real world is the, the 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 hereafter, as they say, right? This world is a test world, a matrix of sorts, right? We live in an illusion. So what makes you think your relationship is 100% real? What you conceal makes your relationship unreal. Somebody meme it. Somebody go there right now. Somebody, somebody go somebody has to meme that. What you conceal from your intimate, significant other makes your relationship unreal. It it, it makes it a falsity. Oh my goodness. True or false? Maya contributes to varying perceptions of relationship quality, causing disparities between. Partners commitment levels. Yeesh. One partner may be may perceive happiness while the other partner harbors undisclosed misgivings. Whew. I I don't know if y'all ready for this level of relationship talk. People want to hear the same old same old All we gotta do is communicate. Then they don't go deep into that. What does communication mean? They don't understand their communication style. They don't understand attachment theory. They don't understand any. They don't understand wounds, unrequited wounds, the needs of unrequited wounds. They don't understand that attachments, your style, can also have attachment injuries, which come from not being able to have those attachments needs met. So sometimes you got an attachment wound. Ah, it's heavy stuff. In the matrix of intimate relationships, a subtle yet powerful force often lurks behind the surface. Self-delusion, this self-imposed deception known as relationship maya, according to Zoe, Weaves an illusory web that distorts our perceptions of truth, love, and authenticity. Drawing inspiration from the ancient Indian concept of Maya. This show, right here, right now, live on KBLA Talk 1580. I aim to recontextualize its revel- uh, relevance, uh, relevance Excuse me, in the realm of modern relationships. By exploring the ways in which we succumb to self delusion, the impact of Maya on our ability to perceive and understand and accept the absolute truth of ourselves, and the barrier it poses to personal growth when we don't accept that truth. We are going to embark on a journey tonight towards cultivating self awareness and embracing the authentic connections. That self-awareness can create. I got callers on the line. They want to talk about it. I want to talk to you about it. Let's get busy. And if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at one 800 9 20 Can you name two truths and two falsehoods about yourself and your relationship? Are you brave enough? Do you have enough courage to do so? Two truths. Two falsehoods. Somebody said, I like peanut butter and jelly. I No, I want a real truth and some real falsehoods. You could be anonymous if you like. 1-800-920-1580. Let's have this conversation. Who's been on the longest? By seconds, Sean from Reno, Nevada. Get in here.
2: Hey, brother. Well, um, great conversation in Illusion's. Happen all the time. I mean, you're in LA and I don't even want to get there with Hollywood, right? <laughs> I mean, if you, if, if, if you're not perceived to be like, uh, very successful, it's a hard place to be unless what you just said to do, because I'm older. I've been through a lot. So here's a couple of truths. Couple of truths are I've been through number one, uh, I've been through a lot with my better half. And it wasn't all peaches and cream that's one. the other one is uh you know uh family issues like with brother in laws and family issues and all that kind of thing. you know I wasn't always in agreement, and I would just say it uh, that I didn't agree with it but here's the self deception part, and maybe I can only give you one, but my better half i'm 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 not at home right now, obviously I'm in Reno. The, my better half went out with all the girls to Vegas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they did the, uh, I don't know what it's called, uh, the something Mike show, the Magic Mike show or something. If I got that wrong, I there's some big show where basically it's a bunch of guys, strippers, in a big show. We're talking Vegas, right? This isn't a strip club.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But they go out there, and a, and a bunch of the girls have fun and all that, and then they stay up. half. Then after that, they go to a club listening to some DJ. My wife sent me a text. She said, oh, I go, what'd you do after the show? Because I don't care if you go to, I don't care anything she does. She can do whatever she wants. I, I, I'm i there with her. But I said, what'd you do after the show? We went and listened to a DJ. But I said, nah, you went to a club. So here's my admission. <laughs> I, I was a little jealous. Come on, Sean. Like, Tell
1: the truth and shame the devil, brother.
2: The, Come the, on. It's the truth because... I know men out there, even if they're younger. And, and my hot lady, my hottie, my baddie, out there with all these young bucks. I know they were hitting on her. I'm not dumb, so I was a little jealous. And I told her when she got home. But I let her have her not let her have her fun. She can do whatever she wants. This is how we roll. Mm-hmm. But I did communicate the truth afterwards. I mm-hmm. was like, you know, I'm out here doing my thing uh you know different kind of a situation with my son, and everything's good and 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 things are going in the right direction. Thank goodness, but I have to tell you uh, that's a truth and and not to communicate that I think would have been an error in my point uh, uh part mm. you know, and I think it's better that's what communication is it it's okay to say when you know hey, I'm so happy you're having fun, but I have to admit I was a little jealous and a little worried, to be honest. Right. Because they're out there. She's with people. I know a few of the people, but I don't know all the people. And so they were probably... I know she was drinking and that kind of thing. And and then I don't know the other people. I don't know if they're like, hey, super party animals, you know, which is fine, too. But this is... I just had to be honest. And, and sometimes you just have to confront that, and then as long as you say, I don't think you did something, you know what I mean? As long as I didn't say, oh, what, were you cheating on me or something? No, I didn't do that. And I think that's very important. It's just, hey, I was a little concerned. I'm glad everything worked out, and I'm glad you had a good time. But, yeah, I was a little jealous and a little concerned.
1: Uh, and I love the, the transparency here. You told the truth. Hey, I was a little scraped by it. Man, my girl, fine yeah.
2: too, I'd be scraped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, hey, I mean, and and when I go and do my thing with the guys, uh, she she so, you know, the exact thing. She texted me back. She goes, yeah, but you, you're going to be going here and there and all of that. And, and just know the same thing. I want to make sure you're alive when you wake up in the morning,
3: mm-hmm. you know.
2: So, you know, it, it, and then it sparks a little uh, conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you don't want to go through life where you're just like, checking the boxes and every day doing the same thing like groundhog day, the movie. Right. Um, no, you don't want to do that. Try to make something different happen. You want to, that's what communication is. Cause now we can have a conversation and say, look, I don't care who you go with or whatever. Just make sure you let me know like you're safe. And if there's a crazy person in your group or whatever, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, you don't have to tell me the details, but just let me know. Then I'm like, cool. Because I got crazy dudes when I go out, and, uh, you know, they're single and stuff, and I'm not single forever. But you know us dudes, we can, you know, I don't follow someone else. But um, I'm also not going to leave the group and say, oh, you guys are too, I got you know, you. going over the top. I got yeah. you. Hey, Sean. So anyway, anyway,
1: hey, man. It, always, brother. man. You know, I appreciate you. Reno, Nevada is in the building. Reno, Nevada is in the building because of Sean. You already know how he does. Let me grab JW real quick. JW from South Central, the first in L.A. Let me just say this, JW. I'm going to have to carry you over, so be prepared to hold on for me, okay? But what are your thoughts on tonight's yes, topic? Well,
4: actually, man, uh, I haven't been in a relationship in, in a while. This is why I listen to you so I can learn and be prepared for the, the final and last relationship I will have an endeavor with. Mm. But he, my main point is, back in the day, I do realize uh, one, one of my faults or as you said, positive uh, the positive and negative, I can't think of the way you phrased it in uh, the comment, but um, I used to always say, um, I keep it real 100. And
1: Wait, wait, this but, what I, this uh, is what I need you to do. I just need you to hang in there. I got to come forward because I got to deal with news, traffic, and sports. But when we come forward, we're going to get right to the meat and potatoes of what you want to talk about. Let's do it.
5: There's six types of delusions in delusional disorder. First, there's erotomanic type. This is when you believe that someone is in love with you. And we sometimes see this kind of delusion in people who stalk. Next is grandiose type. With this delusion, you believe that you have a great talent or insight that people just haven't discovered yet. Religious themes often get pulled into the grandiose type of delusions. The third type is somatic. It involves delusional beliefs about body functions or sensations. A fourth type is jealous type. And with this, the person believes that their partner is unfaithful. A fifth type is persecutory. With this type, the person feels that they're being conspired against, spied on, or poisoned. The last type is mixed type. And this is where no specific theme predominates. And you may have features of a few of the types.
1: This why I say, see, I, I'm laying out how people are delusional, right? Delusion, how one deludes themselves, is a type of relationship maya. You know you dated one of them or a mixture, most of us have dated mixed a mixed version of the of that, right? That kind of delusional person. Yes, that's Dr. Tracy. You know, she's going to hit us upside the dome piece on our way home from Jones Beach. But many times we act as if, nah, this is a good person or this is person right here. Nothing's wrong. You know, that enhancement bias. We want to delude ourselves a little bit to think that we found the one. Sometimes the one actually means the wrong one. I, listen, how often do you delude yourself? When you're desperate to make a relationship work, relationship Maya, we are merging the psychological uh, framing of what is determined as delusional with the ancient Hindu, excuse me, that's disrespectful, with the ancient Indian concept of Maya, illusion. How many times have you discovered that you were dating an illusion? How many times have you discovered that you yourself were the illusion that was looking for an illusionary soulmate? You wasn't telling yourself the truth. One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. Call me. Call me. Call me. We got callers on the line. Let's get our brother JW from LA back in the building. JW, you were saying
4: Yeah, yeah, like I was saying, back in the day when I was younger, I used to always brag on saying I'll keep it one hundred. And when I was with my high school sweetheart, I actually was keeping one hundred. But as I got older and mature and society in you know, influenced me. And I started dating somebody years later. Um I called myself Kidney 100, but actually I was being 95.5% true, but the other 5% was the falsehood and a hidden agenda.
3: Mm.
6: And
4: that's why I always speak on motives or intention now and present tense. Because I looked back with hindsight and realized my faults and my character flaws. But anyway, fast forwarding to the future, I have a, a comment and I would like for you to answer it if you think you can.
1: If yep, now. I, I might not be able to now. Hell, hey, just It might be too said, difficult yeah. of a question. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I'm going to simplify
4: it. Well, now. I believe I'm back to my original self where I'm using, you know, spirituality and trying, not trying, but actually being genuine and allowing the Holy Spirit to influence me as well as doing the will of God to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. But still yet, I might say I'm keeping the 100, but actually, I do realize sometimes I might use discretion and keep certain things to myself because I genuinely believe, in terms of the word of the Bible, that timing is everything. There's a time and place for everything. Come on. So I'm selective with exposing the complete totality
1: of me, myself, and I. I 100% agree with you. Lord have mercy, 100%. I 100% agree with you. You can't give it all out at the beginning, right? Slowly over time, you reveal more and more and more. I get it. You open up more and more and more. I got it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. And if I have enough time to add this quick comment, I can recall when I was a younger man in my mid-twenties, a sermon I heard at church about, he made the reference to, being a billboard, you say when you first engage in, in um, a relationship with a person, you don't be a giant billboard advertising everything about you because you may scare a person away, being too real or too frank or too blunt and direct or too candid.
1: Fire. Fire. I love it, brother. I love it, I love it, I love it. J.W., guess what you did? You brought Los Angeles, South Central, in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. John 1519. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, But I chose you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. We live in a world where we get our self-esteem from what the world gives us. But what we could give ourselves. Right through self-awareness. Right. What we could give ourselves could purify our relationships because it would allow us to be true. It would allow us to be honest once we got honest with self and learned to accept ourselves as we are. So many of us, man. We're mask manufacturers. I know people don't want to hear it. I know. I know. I know people don't want it like this tonight. But are you are are you married to the mask? Are you married to pretense? Are you married to Maya illusion? When was the last time you sat yourself down and told yourself the absolute unabridged truth about yourself without judgment? When was the last time you did it? When we come forward, we go going to Denver, Colorado, because I know I'm going to get hit upside the head with this fire. And then, of course, Dallas, Texas is in the building. We all over the map. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the deal. 1-800-920-1580. We got a lot to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, my playlist is on fire this evening. Yeah. <laughs> The playlist is crazy, that's Atlantic Star, am I dreaming? Most of us are dreaming. We want to stay in the dream because we are afraid of the reality. Ah, I know you don't want to hear it, but I have to use the airwaves, you know, efficiently. I I have to deliver unto you a message. Y'all knew that Krishnamurti was going to be a part of this discussion. And this is what he says, without ending sorrow, there is no love. Sorrow is part of your self-interest, part of your egotistic, self-centered activity. You cry for another, for your son, for your brother, for your mother. Why? Because you have lost something that you are attached to something which you gave something which gave you companionship comfort and all the rest of it with the ending of that person you realize how utterly empty how lonely your life is then you cry and there are many 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 people ready to comfort you and you slip very easily into that network, that trap of comfort. There is comfort in God, which is an image put together by thought, or comfort in some illusionary concept or idea. And that's all you want is comfort. Oh, Lord. one 800 1580 The mask is comfortable. The delusion is comfortable. But you never question the very urge, the desire for comfort. You never ask whether there is any comfort at all or whether one needs to have a comfortable bed or chair. You never ask the question, why do I pursue comfort so relentlessly? You never ask whether there, wait, sorry, inwardly, it is an illusion which has become your truth. You understand? An illusion can become your truth. The illusion that you are God, that there is a God, that God has been created by thought, by fear. If you had no fear, would there be no God? So this is a very complex problem of our life. Why we are so shallow, empty, filled with other people's knowledge and with books. Why we are not independent, free human beings to find out. Why we ourselves are still fearful. This is not a rhetorical question. It is a question each of us must ask. In the very asking and doubting, there comes freedom. And without freedom, there is no sense of truth. I know people don't want to hear it that way tonight, but I'm going to give it to you. Unraveling the illusion. Exploring relationship Maya. Is your relationship real because you are? How can your relationship be real if you are not? Oh, my God. Here we go. Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado. Get in here.
7: Ooh, cha.
1: What happened? What did I do?
7: Lord, why, why are you on here messing with these people like this? Why are you doing this to us, though? What, what, what happened? Can I have my temper tantrum?
1: Yes, you can have it. Yeah, go ahead. Have a let tantrum. Me,
7: let me let, let me tell you something. For all the big mamas out there, for my big mama, for your big mama, and all the ancestral big mamas, you don't tell me how to run my life.
3: <laughs> now, now, uh, now
7: that I didn't have that out the way, Lord have mercy! This right here.
1: <sighs> Go ahead, I'm listening.
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs> we we come across people, and we won't allow space for folks to be who they are, mm. who they say they are, mm. who they show us they are, mm. and in y'all ain't gonna like this for this. Especially us ladies, we are very good at.
1: You got, you got Andy in there clapping. Andy is in there clapping. Go ahead, say it again. <laughs> say it why, one more, that more that time. Why
7: ain't nobody, that way nobody called you tonight, Uncle, cause you all up in the all up in the gumbo. Like what are you doing with your spoon in my gumbo?
1: <laughs> tasting <laughs> it, tasting it. What Let me see hell? if you got it seasoned right.
7: What the? What in God's Green Yeah. (laughs) Us ladies. I can't speak from the men's standpoint. It could be the same thing for them. But I will speak from from our standpoint because I see it all the time. We love to have our illusion of what we think somebody is. We project it on them, sometimes letting them know what the script is, and other times not letting them know what the script is. Ooh. I recently have been popped all upside my head so then when you call you when you put this
1: subject out here tonight, I'm
3: like is he is he been in my business? I uh,
7: I'm
1: time. just tapped into the universe.
7: The, That's all
1: <laughs>
7: So I remember a few months back, I'm, I'm walk this journey with me right quick. i got walking. time. I know we... That's all right. You okay. got time. Go ahead. <laughs> I remember a few months ago, that young lady, Krishan Rock and Blueface, mm. their whole story was all over the place. And I was like, why am I so annoyed with this young lady and this situation and this young man and... Just how it's playing out from what we can see, right?
3: Mm-hmm. So
7: this is what they're putting out there, and then what the real truth is. But from what we can see, and what I've seen, is she's a very delusional young lady because in her mind, he's going to be what she wants him to be. He's going to show up the way she wants him to show up, even if he ain't doing it right now. If she stick around long enough, that's what it seems like she believes mm. he'll change. So much so that she went and got her some surgeries. She done put one, uh, how many ever tattoos of the man's name on her body, on her face, on her temple,
3: mm-hmm. on her crown. Mm-hmm.
7: You know, and I'm like, why am I so annoyed by this young lady? Well, 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 I sat with myself <laughs> and I did some introspection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, uh oh.
3: <laughs> Here
7: we Lord. go. Lord,
3: Lord, Lord. Because <laughs> I've
7: seen where in my own relationship, I came across this person and I said, you're going to be what I want you to be. And continue to, and and I shared my script. I'm not, I'm not a stingy script keeper. I'm I'm a good writer. I like to share with the actors and such. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, I call myself Sharon. And this man has clearly stated, I'm not that. I'm not doing that. I ain't showing up as that. But me, I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll change your mind. I'm going a, I'm to a show you. Mm. I'm going to get you to change. You know, like I said before, we, we don't realize it, but it's a form of sorcery that we be doing. I, <laughs> so, I realize it. Don't, hey,
1: <laughs> go ahead. I'm listening. So,
7: <laughs> so we be thinking we be doing.
1: No, wait, wait. But, hold, hold on, hold on. Because you cooking so well right now. People need to understand what you are actually laying down. So listen, when we come forward, I need you to really drill down on the sorcery, the magic of it all. Just stay with me, Callie, when we come forward, we going back to Denver, Colorado.
8: When I talk to people about my research on self-awareness, one thing they always ask is how to deal with the delusional people in their lives. Of course, not all unaware people are equal. Sometimes they're amusing, other times they try our patience, and still other times they can be an endless source of stress and heartache. And even though we can't force people to become self-aware, there are many things we can do to reduce their impact on us. And even in some cases, we can help them. My research has revealed three types of unaware people. The first is what I call the lost cause. In my book, Insight, I tell the story of a man named Robert who has a hopelessly deluded coworker, Maria. Now despite Robert's repeated attempts to give her feedback, Maria clings to her delusion with a righteous, unshakable zeal. You might know someone like this too. Now because they already see themselves as close to perfect, lost causes don't listen to feedback and it's usually pointless to give it. But there are ways to manage our dealings with them. More on that in a moment. The second type are the aware don't care. If the lost causes have no self-knowledge and no motivation to acquire it, the aware don't care know the impact they're having, but they behave that way anyway. Why? They usually think their counterproductive and often borderline abusive behavior is helping them get what they want and therein lies their delusion. We rarely, if ever, can force lost causes and the aware don't care to be less delusional, but we can change our own mindset and our own reactions. One tip is something I call the laugh track. (laughs) Many years ago, I worked for an aware don't care boss and was at the end of my rope. One day after a particularly bad verbal lashing, I randomly recalled the Mary Tyler Moore Show which is one of my favorites. Mary's boss was a surly man named Lou Grant, played by Ed Asner, who was hot-headed on a good day and abusive on a bad one. But because his lines were followed by a canned laugh track, they became comical and even endearing.
4: Wait a minute.
3: If I can reach, you can reach.
8: So when I started to imagine a laugh track behind what he said, my boss became surprisingly more bearable and occasionally hilarious. But, Are there any delusional people that we can impact, at least to a degree? Enter the nudgeable. These people genuinely want to be better. They usually just don't know they need to change. And when feedback to them is delivered well, they can be surprisingly open to it. I believe that most unaware people are at least somewhat nudgeable. In Insight, I talk about strategies to confront the nudgeable with compassion and help them see themselves far more clearly. The nudgeable,
1: aware-don't-care types. You got the nudgeable? Somebody, oh, I'm self-underwear, a little delusional, but I want to be better. You got the aware-don't-care. I know I'm delusional. Get out of here. I'm still not listening. <laughs> Tonight's topic, man. Are you Listen, are you in a relationship with somebody that is delusional? Relationship Maya. Oh, my God. Man, heavy topic. Callie's soul from Denver, Colorado, was cooking with the finest truffle oil. Please continue on how we not, how sisters may not listen because they have an agenda to control and change. And they're using magic is what you said? Talk to me, Callie.
7: (laughs) She had me cracking up with them delusional styles. I'm a nudgeable, by the way. I think I'm nudgeable, too.
1: Yes, the nudgeables. (laughs) Definitely
7: nudgeable. (laughs) The nudgeables. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, you know, oftentimes um, people think that they can mold someone into who they want that person to be. And it's almost like um, instead of seeing them for who they are, you hold up your script in front of their face. Mm. And that's what you want to see. So that's what you're going to hold on to. And then, when you know, when they're not following through and doing what you want them to do, you start beating them upside the head or you get resentful and you push it down and you push it down and maybe one day there's an explosion. You know, it can manifest in many different ways. Um, but as I was saying, I was looking at that young girl, Krishan, and I was like doing my introspective work because whatever we see in someone else, especially if it's annoying you, then that's your ego that's talking. So it's like, okay, what about this that I'm seeing in her? Cause I'm judging her. Where is this? Where does this exist inside of me? Mm. And that was how I was able to, to, you know, um, get to, to where I am in my partnership right now and see like, you just as delusional as she is. Maybe you ain't went as far as to put a, picture of someone's face etched into your fake tooth or oh, get you a wow. temple tattoo or what there's so many things that have been done in that situation mm. and I see his story at least in front of us is consistent like no I'm not you know like we here but we just I'm just here you know I'm the mm. manager
3: this mm. is
7: my artist yeah I, I fool with her yeah we do this we do that but I'm not that that's you know we're not serious on a relational level. Mm. And for her, I've watched her in interviews, like, he don't marry me one day. He he tripping. He, you know, and it's like, baby.
1: Relationship Maya. Wow.
7: <laughs> You're not listening. Mm. So, interestingly, I want to leave y'all with with this.
1: Give it I to I read us.
7: this in The Course in Miracles this morning, and it popped me all upside my head, like, with a wet fish. Mm-hmm. And it says... <laughs> You have never given any problem to the Holy Spirit. He has not solved for you, nor will you ever do so. Mm. You have never tried to solve anything yourself and been successful. Mm. Is it not time you brought these facts together and made sense of them? Mm. This is the year of the application of the ideas that have been given you. Mm. So we know the truth, mm, mm, mm. but we like to we hear it. You hear it when somebody, you know. I know you moved it around a little bit, but Viangelo says when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Like, oftentimes people can be telling you, "Yo, it's not like that. I'm not fooling with you like that." And we like, oh, they'll come around. And yeah, that's that's real. You dig in. You dig in a deeper hole into a
1: divine disaster that you have made for yourself. Ooh, Cali, Soul, Denver, Colorado. You know what you just did? What did you just you do? You know I brought Denver into the house, younger. Yeah, you brought Denver, <laughs> Colorado into the building. If you want to bring your city into this discussion, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. She was on fire. Relationship cosplay, so to speak. They say, What is cosplay? It is a performance. <laughs> Which participants dress up in costumes and makeup, representing characters from anime, video games, television, and film. But you're dressed up as an image, an idea, a concept that you think makes you a better person. You use this costume to hide the reality of who you are because you're afraid to embrace who you really are because there's aspects of yourself you don't like. So you spend most of your time trying to build out a relationship that is rooted in an illusion. Relationship Maya. Very heavy stuff tonight. When we come forward... I'm going to the phone lines. Do we have time? Can I get one more? Come on, True Monger, Dallas, Texas. Get in here. Yes, sir. Come on, brother. I know you got something funny, man.
9: Oh, boy. Uh, I think people love their delusions because they still have a fear of reality. Hmm. They still fear it. They don't want to embrace it. they rather continue putting on an ad, performing, doing that daily cosplay. Like, we were speaking on earlier, and try to find comfort in that. The problem is, reality has has something for your dome piece when that, they, when that's losing, it starts to wear down. And most people can't handle it. They condition themselves to the point where they can't handle it. They have to keep up the, be, the be illusion, this mm-hmm. illusion,
3: mm-hmm.
9: in order to just function, because they can't function with reality. I don't know if it's because somebody conditioned them that way, or they just try to hide off in, the, in that kind of um, can they call it reality. Hide off in that kind of situation,
3: mm-hmm.
9: but at some point you're gonna have to snap out of it because that, living in those illusions will get you caught up.
1: Mm. Mm. You know? mm. Let me hit you it's, with this. I I, I want to know your thought on this. Mm-hmm. Krishnamurti says something very, very succinct. Not no long, deep, drawn out piece. He simply said, Most people like to live in illusions. Agree or disagree? Agree. <laughs> Why do you, So, how do you walk into a relationship with that understanding? Uh,
9: I guess try give to them, give them some grace, try to understand where they may be coming from
1: but, but you know, know it's bi-directional for- too because we, we sometimes yeah. we delude ourselves i'm mean, like we're the same way yeah. like if you know man i like to i like to have a sexy little illusion you know and then we go into the relationship and I, I, we should know that it probably will end badly what are your thoughts yes yeah, some do some do going
9: through it like that but if you're being real with yourself, yeah, it's okay to have a, a little fancy here now and then, but if you're grounded, you're not going to be uh, controlled by the by the delusions. Mm. You're going to be grounded in reality, and you know those delusions and those delusions are going to have that place in time. That's not an everyday thing. Wow. It shouldn't be anyway. Wow. Heavy but stuff.
3: Keep people, going. Keep going. Yeah, but
9: people, people like to drown themselves in that using it as an escape mechanism just because they don't want to face certain things, maybe it's issues within themselves, maybe they've been traumatized, whatever the case may be. But at some point, and preferably sooner than later, you got to deal with reality of things. You can't just keep putting it off because, like I said, it's going to get you caught up. Mm-hmm. And that can happen in multiple ways. hmm so it's always best to be real with yourself first, then be honest with your partner. You got to dump it all out at one time, mm-hmm. but it still needs to be honest communication about what's going on.
1: So, so, True, can I just change the words around just so we can bend the perspective a little bit? Instead of saying, be honest with your partner, can we normalize saying, be honest? honesty to your partner mm. like be honesty be what on it th- instead of saying you know then you can be honest with your partner be honesty how about just being right, right right i got you do you see what i'm saying what are, what are your yeah. thoughts on that yeah just be
9: pissed. be authentic be authentic mm-hmm. be honesty. be mm-hmm. real Mm-hmm.
1: Don't be a cartoon character. Whatever. Yeah. Cosplay, all of it. Maya, yeah. illusion, delusion. I love it. I love wherever it. We're,
9: wherever wherever word best
1: is. I love it, brother. Hey, True Monger, guess what you did? I brought Dallas in the building. You brought Dallas, Texas in the building. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We got a heavy co- uh, conversation going on tonight. We're talking about relationship Maya. You want it to be real, but you are not real. You want it to be true, but you don't even like all of you. When we come forward, we got a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Y'all really can't front on my playlist. (laughs) Y'all really can't front on my playlist. Vanessa Williams, I'll be dreaming. Come on, y'all. The voice of reason is on fire. What? Yeah. Listen, you're delusional if you lack empathy. If you're always defensive. If you're always blame-shifting in poor communication skills and inability to express emotions and and you're in perpetual need of clarity and and, and you never really want to talk. If you're inflexible, if you lack boundaries for yourself and you don't respect the boundaries of others, you're delusional. Emotionally reactive, delusional. Narcissistic, delusional. Insecure attachment styles, whether it's fear of intimacy, leading to emotional distance, whatever it is, You know what it is, delusional, perfectionism, avoidance, need for control, passive aggressive, emotional unavailability, people pleasing, difficulty trusting, trusting too easily, denial of problems, fear of vulnerability, negative self-talk, impulsivity, dependency, lack of emotional regulation, difficulty forgiving, emotional neglect, avoiding self-reflection, delusional. Delusional, delusional. All your relationships can be is the Indian concept of Maya, an illusion. Nothing real about you, because everything about you is about protection. Let me tell you something about real, reality. Reality don't have to protect itself. It doesn't have to defend itself. The truth does not need a lawyer. The truth will defend itself just by being itself. See, that's how you know you're dealing with delusion, because delusion wants to defend. Delusion wants to explain. Delusion wants to, let me say it a little bit more. Let me give you a little bit extra. Listen, the truth, that mountain back there behind us, it ain't got to tell you it's a mountain. You know what it is. And if you get up on it, you're going to understand what it means to be on the mountain. Listen, truth does not need a defense. Do you hear what I'm saying? When you become the truth within yourself, when you become the mountain that is you, a lot of the stuff, the hoops you've been jumping through, the the people pleasing, uh, the moonwalking and tap dancing you've been doing in order to keep somebody safe and happy in your presence, none of that is, you ain't got to do it no more. Do you understand? Many of you, You don't even notice, but the truth is, your partner has always been in love with the mask. Your mask of confidence, your mask of stability, your mask of strength. Many of your partners, because they're not the truth themselves, the masks are dating, the masks are soulmates, the masks are actually trauma bonded to each other. That's the relationship many people wanna maintain. If they took the masks off and revealed the truth of who they were to each other, they would be incompatible. I didn't sign up for this. That's right. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm preaching tonight. We got callers on the phone. Let's get the callers in. Who's been on the longest? Atala, Houston, Texas. Get in here. Attala? Uncle Zoe,
10: can you hear me? Yes, Hello.
1: ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Get Hi, in here.
10: How are
1: you? I'm alive and What's well in here cutting up. That's all.
10: I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> all right. So, so real quick. <laughs> real quick. Um, so illusions. I feel like my entire childhood was an illusion. Mm.
3: Um, and
10: I'm not saying this to complain. I'm saying this to to make a point that you can grow up in the household with a bunch of other individuals, experience things in a certain way, and they experience it totally different from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it's reflected back to you, you're like, oh, okay. Mm. So I think the falsehood that I walked away from in discovering what it was that I grew up in was that I was somehow a victim. And I think the truth in that is that I'm not a victim at all. Not only did I sometimes passively watch as you know certain abuses happen, but sometimes I partook in it. And I think that's been a really hard pill to swallow. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's one. Mm-hmm. The second thing, I think, in terms of how that showed up in my relationships, um, is that I appear agreeable at the beginning, but I'm not that agreeable. Mm. Um, you can imagine what that looks like because the person's like, wait a minute, I thought you was all on board with what I'm doing. I'm like,
1: no. <laughs> some I was I was <laughs> performing in the beginning. I was, I was on the relationship yeah. stage of the relationship. Lesbian.
3: Trying
1: to avoid some stuff, you know what I mean? Trying
10: to capitulate, trying to avoid abuse that would have normally come mm. from a parent that is no longer in the picture. Mm. It's in my
1: head. Mm. That's heavy. Nah, that's heavy. Yes. You know what you just did, right? I brought Houston in the building. You brought Houston, Texas in the building. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building and join this conversation, I swear for Jesus, all you got to do is call me now. 1-800-920-1580. The phone lines are open. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Who's been on the longest in Zinga, Pensacola, Florida? Get in here.
9: Hey, hey, good evening.
7: How you doing, Mr. Bill? How you feeling?
1: I'm feeling all right. How you doing?
7: I'm good. So before I give my two truths and my two lies, mm-hmm. I just want to say, somebody's going to be talking to me one day, and I'm, I'm going to say, that ain't nothing but that Maya. And I know they're going to ask me, who are you talking about, the singer? And I'm just going <laughs> <calling, laughs> to
1: bust out laughing. I know
7: that's going to happen.
1: Right, right. But,
7: okay, so I'm, I'm not going to say which one's which. Do I have to say which one's which? Sure.
1: But you don't have okay. to. You don't have to. Go ahead. Just say what it is. Well, Okay, well, well no. I I
7: I'll, I'll give I'll say my two
3: truths
7: are I tend to wear rose-colored glasses mm. in all my relationships. And as listen to, that might be a little touch of mine. That might be a little touch of delusion. Mm. Um and also
1: No, no, no. I no, no, I no. Can... No, no. Yes. You going to Are you going to save your truth too. <laughs> you going to save them too for when we get to the other side? Oh, Lord, and Zynga from Pensacola setting us up. I wanted her to sit and think about it for a second. She might not want to tell us. When we come forward, the voice of reason still has a tremendous amount to talk about. And news, traffic, sports.
11: Hello, this is Bern. And if you're not sure if you're experiencing love or a love delusion, well, on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three signs that you might have reached a false love summit or a love mirage. Stick with me. Hello, this is Bern. Welcome to your great life, tv.com. Today's another edition of Get the Love You Crave. And on today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing with you three signs that you're stepping into a love false summit. You know what a summit is? summit is when you reach the top of a mountain, but sometimes if you are super excited and if you're not necessarily focused the right way, you might reach what you thought was a summit, climbing a mountain, and it's a false love summit. Same thing happens in relationships. Same thing happens in the desert. If you're in the desert walking and you see a little mirage and you see maybe uh, some water and you hit the water, but it's not really water, it's sand, That happens when you connect with a guy and you think in your mind, I just found the one and it's so intense and it feels so good and it happens to be nothing more than a painful experience. Well, these are three signs that you might be headed towards that experience, that love delusion. First one is if your level of intensity and connection towards him is significantly higher than the length of time and the time spent with him so far in your life. So here's what I mean. Sometimes you connect with a man and the connection is so strong and intense and you do what human beings do when you see like a, maybe a word puzzle and there's maybe some missing letters and you fill in the blanks and you can complete the sentence. Sometimes our brains do the same thing. You connect with a guy, the feeling is so intense. So you fill in the blanks of many things. It's called a projection. And you imagine that man to be who you think he is versus who he really is. And you start feeling such intense emotions, you start planning things in the future with him without really knowing who he is. So that's the first sign. If you feel intense, so intense about someone to the point where you're creating this fantasy future life with him without having spent enough time with them, that's the first sign you might be headed towards a love delusion. Second sign is when you haven't had significant experiences to understand how he reacts to stress, how he reacts to pain, how he reacts to anxiety, how he reacts to just being uncertain. When you don't have enough data to understand how this man manages those emotions, then you've seen him at his best, but you haven't had time to evaluate when the shit hits the fan, Oh. How he steps up or steps down from the level. Oh, he was
1: doing so well and then fell off. Jeez. But he was cooking. I, I like what he said about the false summit. Heavy stuff tonight, man. And Zynga from Pensacola was getting ready to tell her, tell us her to tell us in Zynga, tell us what those two things are. So,
7: um, I said I tend to look at people through rose-colored lenses. Yes. And then the second truth is I tend to um, lose myself in relationships.
1: Hmm. Those like are I two powerful morph... truths. Yes.
7: Yeah, I kind of morph into them. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and hard. then the lies, the mm. lies
1: mm-hmm. are,
7: I say what I mean. And I pay attention to my good.
1: And you don't say what you mean. And you don't pay attention to your good.
7: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the lie a- detector determined <laughs> that was a lie.
1: That's all right, though. It's okay. Yeah. You told two truths and you told two lies. And that's all right. That's all right. It's about being able to open up and being transparent. You're doing this on national radio. And I think, that's a, I I think know, you should be applauded for that. I- what do you think? You're like, you like, I don't know. I still feel like embarrassed. <laughs> no, I should be. They
7: should be encore. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they should be something for
1: me. <laughs> Guess what you did. No.
7: But what? But can I ask you, is those rose-colored lenses, is that, can that
1: be a little delusional as well? Absolutely. Because I feel like, okay. Absolutely. I thought so. Absolutely! Uh-huh, Don't uh-huh. you want to see reality for what it is, and not for what you think it should be? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. So let me let me let me let me go back. Krishnamurti. Krishnamurti said, "Can you look at a flower without thinking about it?" Mm-hmm. So when we think no, about, it, you
7: just be staring. Right. So, yeah, but when we
1: think about it, what do we do? We say, "Oh, it's red. Oh, so that's for love." <laughs> Or maybe it's white, that's for friendship. we, we, uh, We put definitions on things, right? Can you look at the beauty of a flower and see its beauty as it is without thinking about it, without trying to define it, without trying to categorize it? Can you just see it for what it is? No, we
7: can't. We won't be able to look at it purely and just, you know, enjoy
1: it. We have to put, our mind has to, You know, have to make sense of it. Do you see? Mm Rose-colored glasses. It makes sense to us, but we're looking at it through a lens. And oftentimes the lens colors our reality to the point where we think that's the color of reality. And it's not. So guess what you did? Okay. You tell me. No, you tell me. I brought Pensacola in the building. You brought Pensacola, Florida, <laughs> in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at one 800 9 When we come forward, we're going to talk to our homeboy. He's going to always cook. gonna. This is a master chef. Do you understand who's about to come in here and talk to us tonight? An absolute master chef is on the way. He has his own utensils. He has his own seasonings. He has a spice rack with him. He's about to cook when we come forward. Reggie from Austin, Texas. That playlist is cold-blooded. Shout out to Guapole. My playlist is my co-host. The voice of reason is on fire tonight. Carl Young talked about the mask in the realm of psychology. Carl Jung introduced the concept of the persona, the social mask we wear to navigate the external world. This persona, akin to the mask of Maya, veils our authentic self, creating a facade that often infuriates our intimate, significant others. We project an idealized version of ourselves, concealing vulnerabilities and insecurities, inadvertently contributing to the illusion of perfection. In the same context, you have the Indian concept of Maya. The persona becomes a key player, entwined with our self delusions within relationships. Man, do we want to peel the layers back? I don't know. Reggie from Austin, Texas is gonna talk to us about it though. Reggie, get in here.
6: What's up, Zo? Man, it's a, it's a good show, man. It's a great, great show.
1: Thank you, brother.
6: Um, yeah, man. Let's get to the truth. I, I think that my most vivid ilus- illusions are rooted in fear mm. because the fear is where well, the illusion is something that I can control. Um, mm. So I, I just I go to the illusion because it's something I can control. And I also think that my fear attempts to trick me into a scarcity mindset. Where I think I don't have enough of whatever it takes to make it, and um, so I'll be I'll be coming from behind, you know, is, instead of relying on myself and and whatever I have to um to to do what I need to do. So that's that's fear. It just it tricks you. It, it distorts everything. Um, as far as the lie, mm-hmm. the lie is that. If I tell the truth, it's also mired in judgment, and I think if you if you if you really tell the truth, it's no judgment in it.
1: Come on, man! Come on, and, Reggie.
6: And when I when I usually tell the truth, I kind of shrouded in judgment because it's, it's I know it's a, it's a responsibility that comes with that truth. Mm. Um, and that's, I mean, that's my stuff. I'm just, I'm just saying what, 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 what my stuff is. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's, that's what I work from, uh, to, to conquer that fear and to conquer that mindset that says, man, I might not have enough to do what I need to do, mm-hmm. but I always end up doing whatever I need to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, man. that's it, man. <laughs> hey
1: man, guess what you did, dog. I brought Austin into the building. You brought Austin, Texas <laughs> in the building. Lord have mercy. Oh, gee. oh, boy. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, this is what the voice of reason does on a nightly basis. Man, this is a safe haven to tell your truth. You know what I mean? people out there are unseen and unheard? This is a place to be heard. This is a place to be embraced without judgment. Reggie, man, Reggie, that was beautiful, brother. And I want all the people out here in Los Angeles, all the people in the contiguous United States to feel comfortable when they call the voice of reason because I ain't got no judgment for you. Listen to me when I tell you this. The great Krishnamurti, When one has an image about oneself, one is surely insane. One lives in a world of illusion. (laughs) One lives in illusion. We relate in illusion. We date in illusion. We're building a family. Predicated on illusion. I don't want relationship Maya. I want relationship reality. Do you understand? You know? I want relationship reality. I want to peel away the layers. I want to unmask relationship Maya. To unravel this intricate web of relationship illusion or delusion, we must embark upon a journey of self-discovery and mindfulness. It starts with acknowledging our own illusions. You can't call your partner to the floor for being delusional until you sit yourself down with your delusions. Right? We got a call to the floor our unrealistic expectations of ourselves and of our partners. We've got to call to the floor our fear for not wanting to be vulnerable. And I say our fear for not wanting to be vulnerable, right? Our fear of vulnerability. What? You know why? We empower that fear. Because we don't want to be vulnerable. We empower the fear. Do you understand? Do you understand? We got to peel back the layers of delusion and illusion. We have to uncover the raw authenticity within ourselves so our relationships can flourish. We've got to balance spirituality and logic. Many brothers have turned into logicians but they're not good ones because they basically use logical fallacies and circular logic so that they can stay away from spirituality. They're they're, they're faux logicians, pseudo logicians. Logic is rooted in uncertainty. It is not rooted in certainty. Logic is not black and white thinking. So there has to be a balancing of spirituality and logic. This is the path to liberation. The path to, liberate, to liberation from relationship maya lies in finding the delicate balance between spirituality and logic. Spirituality invites us to explore the depths of our souls, fostering unconditional love, empathy, and understanding. It encourages us to see beyond the illusions, recognizing the divine essence. Are y'all listening? <laughs> Right. (laughs) Recognizing the divine essence in ourselves and in our partner. Logic, on the other hand, grounds us in reality. Prompting honest self-reflection and open communication. When spirituality and logic converge, we can attain a profound awareness that transcends the illusionary boundaries of maya. Your relationship is fake because you fake. Your relationship is false because you speak falsities to yourself and about yourself. We are masters of building matrices, right? Matrices, right? We'll build a relationship matrix, but it'll all be based on a lie. I know y'all don't want to hear it that way. Relationship maya. Part of the reason why relationships are rooted in Maya, the Indian concept of illusion, is because we're always trying to embrace perfection instead of embracing imperfection. When you embrace imperfection, you become the key to the gateway of connection. In the realm beyond Maya, Illusions, imperfections are celebrated as unique brushstrokes that God has created when he made you the masterpiece. If you don't see yourself as a masterpiece, you're going to see yourself as a disaster piece. Huh? You can't be loved. So you start pouring into more illusionary aspects of your life what I do for a living, how much money I got. I need control. Do you see how most of your relationships have been rooted in a lie? It's through acceptance and unconditional love for yourself and whoever you try to interact with that the veil of relationship maya will lift, revealing the authentic beauty of the two people in the relationship, soul. You guys can see each other's soul. In the, pr- in the pursuit of authentic connections, we must confront the illusion of relationship maya with unwavering courage and profound self-awareness. By embracing the teachings of maya, understanding the intricacies of Jung's mask, and harmonizing spirituality with logic, we can unlock the true potential of our intimate relationships. As the veil of illusion lifts, we find ourselves immersed in a true love that transcends the boundaries of Maya. A love that is real, that is pure, that is transformative and authentic. In the end, it is through embracing reality that we truly embrace unconditional love, unfiltered and liberating. I love y'all. I started the conversation. You end it. You know going to keep the fire going. My girl, your girl, hey, it's RSVP with Jill Monroe. Holla.